Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey there, welcome to yet another edition of uh, Lynn Cullen, Still Alive. And uh, it is a Tuesday, August 25th, and Susan should be joining us. Hi. Hi, I like that name, Lynn Cullen, Still Alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hanging in. So, Susan, yeah. you, did, you did not watch the convention? I just, I just thought I would just, one, I really, <laughs> I, I didn't want to contribute to their numbers, not one little bit. Yeah. I watched, I watched, um, <laughs> I think I watched Below Deck Mediterranean. I was intent on not watching. And then I slipped over to Love It or List It on HGTV. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I know, well, I didn't. I have been reading about it, and uh-huh. all that made me feel was very grateful that I chose to. Hadn't watched it. it. Yeah. yeah. I watched uh, some of it. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. I watched Donnie's girlfriend yell at people. Oh, my I, God. That was inexplicable. Here is a woman who, in an empty uh, in an empty convention hall, was screaming at the top of her lungs as if she didn't have a microphone, and as if there were hordes of people before her who were like making noise, and she had to be. It was the oddest thing. Oddest thing. And she and he, Trump Jr., looked so a lot of people on social media have been saying it. It looked like they snorted like, uh, you know, a half a gallon of cocaine. People are saying he looked, she looked, she sounded coked up and and he looked (laughs) stoned. Whatever they did. They didn't. They didn't make a good impression. No, they didn't look normal, I'll tell you. And she. That I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize. No, I knew it. But but how the hell, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, that's his ex-wife. But she looked different then. She had to grow like she. Well, no, she's got this long Republican hair now. Republican women. Well, she she has Fox News. She has a Fox News look now. That's what is that? What it is? Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Um, and she, during her speech, tried to make herself into the child of immigrants when her mother, and she said, my mother, uh, born in Puerto Rico, blah, 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 as if right. she didn't like know that Puerto United Rico, States. you're not, I mean, she, what the, f- <laughs> I, I don't she's know. Started, she's trying to start her own birther story. Oh, my God in heaven. And then somebody said... They said that the Democrats, you know, had all these people of color, and the Republicans showed last night that they have plenty of people of color, and they mentioned Kim, the woman ranting at us. You consider her a person of color? Well, she's a brunette. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nikki Haley. Who is of Indian? Uh, uh, yeah, and and then yes, the 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 black uh, senator uh, Tim Scott, who uh, who well, actually, there's three. Yeah, there's three, and he actually. If we come, well, like, but that's counting the brunette. Well, that's well, true. she's that's she's true. Puerto Rican, so oh, there she, you go. So she's not only not American, but she's like, yeah, right, whatever. She can claim uh, to be proud. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, so listen, so the, um, you know, the roll call of the states, you know, which they all have to, this is what they did yesterday, they had to nominate Trump, and so uh, a representative from each state, you know, did their little song and dance and then gave their votes to Trump, and the things these people said, (laughs) all right, let me give you a few. The guy from Montana, representing Montana, said, we are effectually calling it Trump-tana. We fish, we hunt, we boat, and we have at least five guns in every home. 
Can you imagine no. that that's the way you would no, characterize No, I really people? love Montana. Well, that's... Don't you don't mean, do that to that beautiful place. Oh, well, well, I didn't do it. Try Trump, Tana. And then, let's see, Arizona. <clears throat> uh, and, yeah, our votes go to Donald Trump, who flattened the China plague. In Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're so hot that they sizzle. Yeah, I know. Here's Colorado. In Colorado, too. They're giving their state's votes to Trump because he protected us from a worldwide pandemic. (laughs) And he went on. Oh, no, this is Louisiana. Louisiana. These are all three states that have been devastated. Well, they're also Colorado now is blue. Uh, You know, we'll see. Isn't Louisiana blue? Uh, they got a a blue governor. I don't think Louisiana's blue. I don't know. Here's a guy from Louisiana. Joe Biden's hiding in the dark, waiting to take the lives of our unborn babies. (laughs) Well, I got news for you. Trump's in his bunker, and he's already killed 170,000 of us living souls. So let's let's keep our eye on the current prize, huh? Yeah. Arkansas. Oh, God. Yeah, the state gave Donald Trump a 30% margin of victory over former resident crooked Hillary. And the crowd cheered. And then the head of the New Hampshire delegation is none other than Corey Lewandowski. Oh, God. How did, now, he, Corey, how did he get from Missouri to what, New Hampshire? I don't know, because he wanted to run for office. So wait oh, a minute. Yeah. Corey Lewandowski was a, the, yeah. a former campaign manager of yeah. Trump's campaign. Yeah. So wait a minute. He's one of the campaign managers who is not currently under indictment or in jail. No, but but I um I think he was in well, he was much no. hated in Missouri. I'm not so sure he didn't get indicted there for something. Well, no, but I'm th- stop and think of how many campaign managers Oh, all did, of them. It was no, like a wait, qualification. How many people have You got Paul Manafort, he was a campaign manager. He's in right. jail. Right. You got, you got Steve Bannon. Um, Bannon, who's you know, been indicted. And you've got, okay, Lewandowski. And you've got the other, I guess the fourth would have been. Um, well, wasn't Kelly that Antonio. Gates guy was in his, yeah, and the Gates guy was in his campaign. Uh, it, it's, indicted. it's beyond belief. Whatever, whenever you. Get in bed with this guy. You're essentially a dead man. He or a dead woman. He kills, destroys everything he touches. You look at the talk about American carnage. You look at the people who he who took an active role with him who are now in jail, indicted, or finished off in in, in a million other ways. It's just, it's unbelievable. So Lewandowski, as head of the New Hampshire delegation, had the most repulsive, I think, um, uh, lead into casting his votes. He says, New Hampshire, home to actor Adam Sandler, poet Robert Frost. Boy, giving Sandler billing over Robert Frost is a little odd there, too. Adam Sandler, poet Robert Frost, and New York Times best-selling author, Corey Lewandowski. Oh. Well, yeah, that's him. Oh, God. That's, him. that's just, that's him. It's just beyond beyond belief. They are so god-awful. They're anyway. just repulsive. And there is nothing more important than each of them to themselves. I mean, nothing. And how silly of anybody to suggest that or think that of them. 
So, <laughs> so listen, I just want to say this because I, because I think it's important that I say this. Happy birthday to my firstborn, who is 40 years old today. <sighs> Oh, happy birthday. I didn't know that. Thanks for reminding me. I never know anyone's birthday. Well, that's 40? 40. I just thought I'd say that because it will internally resettle your innards. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? He was born as I was coming to Pittsburgh. Right. So it. I always sort of get a – when I think, well, I've been in Pittsburgh for 40 years. I mean, most of my life. Yeah. And Arlie is like right there at that – in that period. God. Right before I came. Yep. Um, so have a few little things here. Okay. I just wanted to stop talking about Trump. That worked. Okay. Well, not really, because I'm heading right back in. Uh, Did you watch the McCluskeys? I want to know. I want to know. No, I didn't. (laughs) No, I didn't. But their their whole speech apparently was just warning us all that um, you know they were doing the sub. They're coming for the sub. The black people are coming to the suburbs, and apparently, the. preceding their remarks uh there was a video of you know uh cities burning and black people uh you know rioting and the kind of yeah that that's what and i it, it's just it's speaking of which kenosha burned last night yeah oh yeah and you yeah. know i got to say sure why it shouldn't at what point do police officers yeah get it armed men in this case that was trying to break up a dispute between two, between two women. women right why did they shoot the black man in the back seven times i don't get it shooting into the car with three kids with his three children in the back seat I don't get it. I do get why Kenosha burned, a block burned down last night. That makes total sense to me. Well, for people who say that these protests, I understand protests, but they shouldn't turn violent and turn into riots. Well, you know what? An arrest arrest should not turn into murder or an effort to defuse a situation. A domestic shouldn't turn into murder. For a guy who did nothing. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It really is. I mean, you know, I just, you 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 look at it and you're just, you're going, he did what? Yeah. He did what today after what happened those days ago and those days ago and those days ago? It's like, well, it, it just shows how. It's in the bones. It's it's just in the... It shows that we have trained yeah. these people to behave in this fashion, that it is autonomic. It is automatic. It is not brain. It is muscle memory. They have been trained to do this. This is why we have people saying that there's something fundamentally wrong with the police departments because if that's how they are trained that their brains are short-circuited and they go straight to muscle memory we're in trouble well we're in trouble because they see a black man even with his back turned to them they see a threat to themselves black men equal threat and threat allows them to shoot <sighs> the training is deficient. The training is deficient. Well, not only That's is the training the kind deficient. Of thing I'm going to say. Yeah, but the training is deficient, but so is whatever psychological screening goes on and who they're who they're taking in as police officers. You got a lot of, you know, a, a lot of racist bully boys who want to be the cop who gets to shoot people. Those people do not belong on a force. 
agree. I agree, but I mean, you know, uh, it's. Just, I know. I, just, I don't know. I well, it ain't over. I mean, we're con- we're, the 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 the. But uh, when you when you when you the black when men you, will continue to be hunted. Because they, they feel hunted. They are being hunted. That's right. Didn't LeBron James say that? Stop hunting yes. us? Yes, I feel hunted. That's right. And speaking of LeBron James, by the way, he's uh, picked up on something I had thrown out as a great idea. I'm so glad. I think it was I first had seen it as an idea tossed out by, I think, Tom Friedman. I might be incorrect about that, but it was that there are a lot of young people uh, who aren't in school right now, who are who don't have much to do, and what they can do is step up like people their same age did in World War II. He made the remark of like, you know, those those soldiers who stormed the beaches at Normandy were about the same age as a lot of these college students who are sort of in limbo right now. And and they died, you know, coming to the aid of their country. And so it was suggested that why don't a lot of these young people who are not as vulnerable to the virus, why don't they become poll workers? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> step up. Because there's a real lack of poll workers right now because the poll workers tend to be old and, they, and they're scared. And that's why you got, for instance, in the Wisconsin primary, you had Milwaukee going from 180 uh, you know, polling places to five, five. And that same thing, that reduction of places to physically go will be the case in November unless – we get poll workers. The best possible place to get them are young people who could step up now and be part of of this, you know, um, this fight for our democracy um, in in a way that doesn't in any way endanger them like those those soldiers who went and fought and risked their very lives. So LeBron James is um, putting, uh, he announced, I guess yesterday, a multi-million dollar initiative to increase the number of poll workers that will be aimed at young people. In collaboration with the NAACP, they're looking to recruit young people to serve at polling locations in mostly black communities in swing states. You know, and uh, this is a great idea for all of these college kids that, you know, aren't where they expected to be or in the school the way they expected to be. All you need to be is 18 years old. That's right. Uh, and you have, so, to, you have to do some training, and then you have to d- work the polls that day. I'd do it in a minute if I were one of them. I would, too. So if you know any young people, tell them, get, do it, do it, do it, do it. My problem is that the young people I know all have jobs or I don't know that they have the time to do it. Maybe they no, do. But they, they can spread the word to friends of theirs that they know do. So that was, um, that was good, I think. Yeah. Um, let's see what else I got here. I just got a little bit um, – well, when I said that everything that you know comes in touch with Trump, you know, goes down, I'll give you. Um, look what Trump has essentially done to the Conways, yeah. Kellyanne and George. I know. I mean, and their family. How do you think? What did you think about their negotiated stepping back at the same time, so that it all, you know. Well, I, I I think it 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 uh, well I I think it's it's good. I think it shows that for once, when somebody says I'm leaving to take because of my 
I need to spend more time with my family that they're telling the truth, right? right. And that they both do, and they need to. And that they both to, do, and even though children. I think she said we don't agree on much, right? But we do agree on this, and their daughter is a cry for help. Yes. The first time she went online, it was the. I don't care what she was saying or whose side she was on. The decoding of it was: Would you two please stop this? Help me. Yeah, yeah. And she's filled with rage um, against her mother mostly, but also. But she also loves her mother. Yeah, that's interesting. She's in touch with that, but uh, uh, yeah. So. Uh, there's that, and uh, the good news is, is Kellyanne stepping away will hurt Trump because uh, he does rely on her. Um, but here's somebody. Oh, got to do Falwell. I was just going to say, and on a lighter note, uh, and I do mean lighter. On a lighter note, he's refusing now to resign. Why? Because he thinks it's going to make him look bad. <laughs> I can't imagine. He's he's probably just uh what is he in denial? He can't believe it. Everything is I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh So now, there's just there's this little rule among the uh on the page 3 of the hypocrite's guide to Christianity and on page 3, number 5, bullet point, it says do not appear uh, in a picture with your arm around a woman, not your wife, with both of you, with your pants unzipped. It's just on. I pr- I promise you, it's on that page. I saw the rule. Jesus. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. This Jerry Falwell Jr. story is... With him lurking in the corner watching his wife and that very handsome pool guy. My pool guys never look like that. That's a a pool guy. But you see, up until even yesterday, before the pool guy, Reuters is the one with the pool guy who blew it all out of the water. Um, But this SOB Falwell was blaming it all on his what? We're right, thinking, and he was working in the shadows. My wife had an affair. Like he was, yeah, had an affair, so I could like you know get off in the corner, watching her. Um, whoa, or watching him, as the case may be. Well, that's true too. But here's the thing. I mean, he was a there very is looking pool man. Yeah, he's gorgeous. There is a story. Oh, excuse me. He refers to him as their as their business partner. Oh yes, it's his business partner. He was twenty years old when they recruited him. Um. Okay, so what I wanted to tell you, which is that was our really, daily dose of Schadenfreude. Okay, go ahead. The New York Times in June of last year. So little over a year ago, did a really long story. And the story was focusing on why Falwell, who had been in Ted Cruz's camp, abandoned, shocking the Cruz camp, by the way. They thought they had him. And they were going to roll out before Iowa this big, you know, I mean, he, he's the get if you want that evangelical vote. And Cruz's campaign was blown away because Falwell comes out and endorses Trump. Now, why did that happen? Well, it's unbelievable. Guess what? All these names are going to come back. Michael Cohen, Trump's fixer. Fixers. Pictures. Fixer. Had one of the pictures. Had a picture of Falwell. The Falwells. Doing something on page seven. 
number bullet point four. <laughs> yeah, something they weren't supposed to do. And in fact, <coughs> this news, of course, gets back to, <coughs> excuse me, God damn it. So what actually happened is Michael uh, Cohen. Cohen got the pictures and he told it was made known to Falwell. Hey, we got these pictures. We'll sit on them. But you got to do this for us. Yeah, of course. So he was blackmailed by Cohen into supporting Trump. And we sort of knew parts of this because in the 2019 New York Times article, which also mentions, by the way, Tom Arnold used to be right. married to right. And who, remember Barr. he was he was all over right uh, when Michael Cohen was going down, saying that's that he right. Had he all was all info. over Cohen trying to get. Yep. And Tom Arnold, the comedian and actor, has taped taped uh, a meeting he had with Michael Cohen in which Cohen refers to the photos. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, I wish I could, and I can't find it, but I had, I, I had the, yeah, yeah. So the, the, I mean, they are just, this is like unbelievable crime. God, they blackmailing people, um, you know, going after, holding this. You wonder what, you know, you, you got to wonder what, for instance, somebody like Putin has on Trump, because you you got to believe that. Right, well, that's similar, how he learned how to do this, right. I, well, no, I think he learned how to do it from Roy Cohn. Oh, well, that's true. I, yeah. I, I forget, no, I forget was, his pedigree. Yeah. I mean, stop and think how schooled he has been in that this is the way you you get things uh, done. And so Falwell, not trying to protect himself uh, from his uh, kinky uh, sexual exploits, um, drops crews endorses Trump because Michael Cohen, and it's right on the tape that Tom Arnold has, got the photos and used them to get the endorsement. Unbelievable. What extraordinary, vile human beings. Oh. Vile. There's a good word. Yes, they now just say it's KFC is the proper. Right, finger licking, finger licking is out. <laughs> yes, Susan's always right ahead of everything. There it is. KFC has decided to, well, not get rid of its iconic finger licking good slogan. But to uh, shelf it, so to speak, right, <laughs> for a while, because um, they realized that uh, finger licking doesn't seem like a good idea these days during a pandemic when you're not supposed to stick oh, your fingers. Speaking of and which, I got a COVID test yesterday. Did you? Yeah. The one where they stick a big thing yeah, up there? Yeah, I was terrified, by the way. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I just drove up and waited for that stick to go. In. Well, either I have a large Jewish <laughs> It nose, didn't bother you. <laughs> or it doesn't go up that far. I mean, she went to the back of my nose and swabbed all around real good, but she didn't go. I thought, you know, I was expecting her to go up, you know, yeah, un- uncomfortably high, and either she didn't do it right or it wasn't that bad at all. Well, that's so, good. So you yeah, don't have I your mean, res- I, you don't have your no. results yet. No, 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 no. And how long are they going to take? She said two days at the most. Well, that's good. But I mean, I don't. I'm I'm only getting it to you know as a 
I'll, I'm I'm assuming I'm going to be a you know negative test. I'm just getting yeah to, yeah. Uh, You're getting it because what your daughter's coming to because visit. my daughter's coming to visit, and so we're all going to they they're tested, and uh, we figure mother doesn't have to be because if I'm fine, she's fine, and uh, no, you don't know what mom's been up to when you ain't looking. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. I'm just saying. So, uh, oh, what else do I have here? Um, well, I, I won't. I won't steal your punchline. Go ahead. I'm just no. always so relieved when I've read whatever it is you're going to talk about. No, no, no. Have you seen? Okay, so the postmaster general appeared before a uh, House committee yesterday. Did you see any of that? Nope. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I was reading about it, though. Yeah. Whoa. There is this wonderful back and forth with this woman. I just love uh, Congresswoman from California, Katie Porter. Oh, yeah. Katie Porter is just one hell of a great lawyer. Oh, man. I mean, if she you want yeah. a lesson in what a good lawyer looks like and sounds like and yeah. acts like, watch yeah. that woman. Yeah, she can take down anybody in a second. So she took Calm him me. down. It was wonderful. So she, so here she has the Postmaster General, and she says, uh, so can you tell me how much a um, a first-class stamp costs? And he said, 55 cents. She said, that's correct. Can you tell me how much it costs to mail a postcard? That was his response. Right, I know. Blank. And he said, uh, no. And Okay. And then she goes on to a whole other. Can you tell me what all these sort of basic things of the department he runs? Um, and he doesn't know. He doesn't know any of it. And he says, look, I'll, you know, I'll stipulate that I don't know these details. And, you know, and she's saying, these are details of a department that you are in charge. It, it made him look like a fool. Right. A fool. How can you dismantle it if you don't know the you basic economics? You don't even know the first thing about of, it. Right. right. Exactly. Um, and it, 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 it was really And good. they are destroying those sorters as they – They're as destroying they, them. That's so right. that they cannot be put into commission. No. And they're destroying it quickly, and I think those people need to be put in jail. It's un- I mean, unbelievable. This is, this is committing waste on the taxpayers' assets. Deliberate well, why waste would, on our why taxpayers' would, assets. Why would, if you have a machine that works faster than a human being at sorting mail, and it is functional, it works, would somebody, have they given any explanation <laughs> of why you would take those out? Why? Unless, I mean, the only explanation you could think of is to mess up the system and to slow it to a trickle. I mean, what what possible? Or they were obsolete and being replaced, no. even as we speak, but, by newer equipment, which we that's know not, not true. to be true. Yeah, that's not true. That would be the reason to do it. No, but there is no re- because I just don't understand how you can. They're going to claim that the there's place. lesser there's there's less first class mail now, so we don't need oh. all of those. But that's not true because there are always peak times when the same amount of mail is always there. Like as postal employees have been saying loudly, Christmas, like Christmas, Christmas, yeah, which we handled just fine. Thank you. Also, it's and the, that's people oh, sending oh. out eighty letters at once instead of one ballot. I, I finally remembered to look at my phone. I have been really remiss. Callers call, and I don't even know they're there. I've just looked. There is a caller. Oh, my God. God knows how long. Okay. Caller, hello. Hope you haven't been there for a while. Hello. Hey, Lynn. It's Jonathan. I I just called, so I wasn't Ooh. Right. <laughs> <You> got lucky. <laughs> Susan, I adore your sister. 
She's I, yeah, I like her too. One of my favorite <laughs> humans on earth. Aww. <laughs> uh, so two things. First of all, a quick little anecdote. A friend, one of my best friends, moved to California years and years ago. Uh, she and I were talking over the weekend, and um, she she was mentioning Katie, Katie, and Porter. Said, Wait, yeah. are, are you? Yeah, I said, "Wait, are you talking about Katie Porter?" Yeah, it turns out they're close friends. And I said, "She said, well, I thought I told you that." And I said, "No." <laughs> oh mean, wow! I was so starstruck, and well, she was telling me they were um, scout troop moms together, and how warm and, and wonderful she is, and told me a story of um, a few years when Trump won, and my friend was so just devastated and she and Katie were at an event together and Katie pulled her aside and said, listen, I see you're upset. I want to tell you something. I'm running. And uh, <laughs> that's what made her so, run Trump, Trump yeah, election. Yeah. And I just, Could whenever her. she's on TV, I will watch. She's yeah. amazing. She's amazing. amazing. In fact, somebody posted a little clip on Twitter yesterday that here's the reaction when you find out you're going to be questioned by Katie Porter, <laughs> and it's somebody jumping out a window. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. So here's my question for you guys. From what I can see, Kellyanne is still scheduled to speak on Wednesday. Yeah, she's and still working until the end of the month. Yeah. You think, well, the speech is what really set her daughter off. I mean, that's what made her go ballistic. That she was going to speak at the convention. Yeah. Do you think she'll go through with the speech? Yeah. I think, yeah, too. (laughs) Too bad. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I think, I guess she will, but if that's the thing that's really torturing her daughter, her 15-year-old daughter, you would think maybe she would say, you know, I'm leaving anyway. I'll take a pass on making the speech. If this this is what's really, I mean, it like one of you said, it's a cry for help. The this daughter's post. Oh God! What like, was that meatloaf yeah. song? I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. There you go. I guess that's it. But yeah. we'll find. I mean, we'll find out. When is she scheduled to speak? On Wednesday. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tomorrow. speaking tonight, and I cannot wait. Tiffany. Beelzebub. Oh, Tiffany. Oh. Tiffany. He's he's letting her on stage. Oh, that's very. He's generous. letting her on stage, not with his. Not yes, Tiffany. Not with the A team. Not with the A team. No. no, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. And of course, Ivanka is Jer. They must be on the last night. Ivanka and Jer. I don't know. And Melania is speaking tonight as well. Yeah, from Michelle, the Rose Garden, from the newly refurbished Rose Garden that she oh, boy. decimated. <laughs> Have you seen what she did? <laughs> it's, it's it's terrible. I'm surprised she just didn't rip everything out and make it a little putting green for. Well, for it sort John. of looks like one now. It sort of looks of, like it. They took trees down. I'm sorry, trees. They took all the JFK crab apple trees down. They were crab apple trees. Oh, crab apples. Beautiful flowering. In a way, it's perfect because she destroyed all the color and joy. So it's, you know. Well, remember her Christmas decoration? Remember the Christmas decoration? The bright red. Was it red or was it black? I thought it was red. It was deep red. It It looked like a bloodbath. It, it, yeah, it, it did. Not. It looked like like the yeah. What's that? You know, the Game of Thrones uh, wedding thing. It was just blood. Right. Exactly. Jesus. All right. Well, great talking to you too. Always good to talk to you, Jonathan. Okay, I'll share my Bye. system with you anytime. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Jeez. No, I. You know what? What I don't understand is. I mean, doesn't she I get, doesn't she get any guidance at all, you know, for I mean, well no, I'm what a stupid thing to say. But when what she was ripping out and ripping and throwing away was history. 
bizarre lot of what Jackie Kennedy had put in. Well, and others, I mean, going back for a very long time, a lot of those rose bushes that she pulled out were planted by, you know, people generations before that. I mean, it was not, everything in there meant something. Well, she meant something too. Right. She wanted it to look like a Hampton Inn. God almighty. So... I got it for those who didn't see it. There's some doctor in Fox Chapel, right, suburb right next to Pittsburgh, essentially, who has these amazing yard signs. I want them. And they say they're, they're Pittsburgh-specific uh, yard signs. Uh, so Susan Hines Ketchup is from Pittsburgh. And, I you know, yes, yeah. Yes. So one of the signs says, Trump likes hunts ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Another, Trump hates pierogies, which is like uh, a big ethnic food here. Okay. And then in Pittsburgh, people stick chairs out on the street to save their parking spaces. Right. It's called Pittsburgh parking chair. Right. And another one that says, Trump moved my parking chair. <laughs> it's like the Mexican ex, the ex, uh, Mexican ex-presidents. Uh, oh, my God. Can you believe well, that? No, but he's been trolling Trump for I know, ever. but I mean, that one was just funny. <laughs> God almighty. Well, you see, in that respect, Trump is the gift that just keeps on giving. I mean, he is such uh, a buffoon, such a fool, such a awful person that I mean, you—it's it, it, just—it's so easy just using what he gives you. To I know, but I mean, I just read someplace that that they're saying that that uh, last night had something like five times more watchers on C-SPAN than the first night of the Democratic convention. And I'm going, yeah, but Trump base doesn't watch C-SPAN for crying out loud. That's horrified Democrats, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think. They're watching Fox. And actually, that's what I watched. I thought, okay, and I, I realized I shouldn't because I gave him a, you know, a rating point. But that's why I, thought, I wouldn't watch it. Well, I know, but I thought I want to watch Fox just to see. And they even cut away from stuff. By the way, when uh, Trump, so I thought Trump was doing primetime speaking engagements coming on at 10 every night. But yesterday he surprised everybody by coming in after the roll call vote. And and that was it. That was his speech, um, which was an hour of lies and it, well what did it's so funny to see how papers characterized it um here's the new york times uh mr trump's stew of false claims hyperbole and invective dismayed some republicans yeah, I bet. <laughs> so here's what happened as the president was speaking um cnn literally pulled the plug and went to John King happened was uh, was anchoring at the time, and he they pulled the plug and he said, "This is a sad thing to say, but a lot of what you have just heard from the President of the United States is wrong, misleading, and outright lies." And then he and then he said it again: wrong, misleading, and outright lies. CBS also pulled the plug at one point. Um, MSNBC carried his entire uh, stew of uh, lies. Did they put like a red bar across it? Well, they did try to do real-time on-screen graphics, you know, saying incorrect, wrong, this is not right, right, right. Um, And... Chuck Todd, who I cannot stomach, um, said after, I guess they played at NBC, and then he said, 
he ticked off just the fact checks saying, and then said, this speech was filled with so many made up problems about mail-in voting that if we were to air just the truthful parts, we probably could only air maybe a sentence, if that much. So the networks really are, you know, and of course when they do that, that just makes Fox News, which carried it without interruption or correction, um, it gives them fodder to say, you know, crooked media and uh, media is, uh, you know, telling is enemy of the people, and they've never done that to a president's, uh, you know, speech before. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we've never, we never had a president, had a president quite like Trump before. Never had one like this, and he doesn't like he doesn't like Fox News anymore anyway. Yeah, he thinks they're they're part of the, uh, I guess, heading into the deep state. Um, so wait a minute here. And now we have, and now we, you know, how about all those doctors that can't, that can't even believe the way the, um, FDA misrepresented the study about the plasma. Yeah. They just made up a number. I mean, people are going, where did that number come from? That's not true. Right. That's, you know, so, and I'll tell you where this is going to get us. You know, that you is where it's going to get us. It's going to get us back in real trouble. Uh, yep. the, you know, the to see the FDA and the CDC and all of these, uh, all of these institutions that are supposed to protect the public and the public health, to see them caving to the politicization of um, of their missions is really frightening. And now the commissioner, the FDA commissioner, uh, late yesterday, did concede that he had uh, overstated the benefits of uh, plasma as a treatment. Um, And that's because he was appearing at a press conference over the weekend with Trump. And when they're in Trump's uh, immediate sway, they start lying because they're scared shitless of him. And then they end up having to walk it back after they're, you know, away from him a little right, bit. Right. And I shouldn't have done that, they always yeah, right. say. So that's what he says. He says, late last night, I've been criticized for remarks I made Sunday about the benefits of convalescent plasma. The criticism is entirely justified. Yep. Uh, because a third of the people, uh, and the, the, this this incredible number on its success that he's citing, were people that weren't on ventilators. They weren't very sick. That's right. And they were all young. Right. It was a very small was, cohort. So you know, you have no idea whether. I mean, right. it's, it was just a piece of nonsense. Right. Right. But this is what we're going to get. Henry writes, what I saw last night were cult members. Yeah, it is. It's so clearly that. Cult members worshiping their leader. That was not a political party convention. Well, the very fact that they don't have a platform. I'm sorry, Henry. I see that's what you've written. The fact that they are completely void of a platform is indicative of a cult. Whatever the leader says. I mean, it is. When they announced that with this straight face that there would be no platform this year. We don't need one. All we got is Trump. You you Mm. thought, okay, we give up. Yeah, that's it. And that 40% maybe of the American people think this is, wow. Well, now when anybody, you know, excuse me, trumpets, Trump's policies, you can say, really, what policies? Point at the platform. What's a policy? What's a platform? Right, exactly. What? They offer nothing. What they're offering is fear. What they're, you know, the cities will burn. They're, well, you know, to listen to Trump Jr., commies, commies. Yeah, I mean, commies, commies. Who's in bed with Putin? Where are all these commies, I'm asking you? (laughs) No, I know. 
school. What? Who who writes love letters to you know the North Korean? And I mean they've Jesus. just gone back to page seventy six of Roy Cohn's handbook now. Commies. Henry Wright. I know. Go ahead. Let Henry have a word in here too. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Even back in the days of say Newt Gingrich, we had fear mongering, but nothing like what we heard last night. Back then, they would try to scare you with promises that your taxes would increase. But last night, we had promises that Joe Biden would take away your religion, keep you from literally keep you from. Uh, being able to worship and lock you in your house. That was fear-mongering on an entirely different level. Well, you know, the Republicans have always trafficked in fear. You know, you think of FDR famously saying, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself because of what fear can be manipulated to do. And the only thing Donald Trump knows of fear is the only hope he has of re-election is to stoke fear. That's their Susan, that's their platform. I know. Be afraid. Be, Be very, very afraid. afraid. Um, yesterday we had uh Roger had talked about going to Home Depot and getting into a bit of an alter- altercation that involved the police being called because a guy wasn't wearing a mask and Roger had asked him to and no one at the store would help him. Um, And I said, well, you know, maybe you should go to Lowe's. And then we get this from Tom, who must work there. Lowe's policy on face masks is similar to Home Depot's. Masks, wipes, hand sanitizer are at the entrance. We employees can offer a mask but we can enforce nothing. So it's the same as Home Depot. And then this employee says, what gets me is most people do have masks on their faces, but half of them don't have their noses covered. It's like wearing a condom with a tip cut off. I know. All right. So, I um I as long as we're talking about masks and for all you people that have like masks that are too hot and that you know but you've bought them and blah 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 and you remember I I bought a mask online that added just a piece of fabric sewn inside on the inside that would go against your nose a piece of fabric just straight across there. Now, when you put on that same mask that you've been wearing, you flip up that piece of fabric and you put that on your nose. It goes straight against your cheeks. So if you wear glasses, your glasses fit on top of that securely. Then the actual mask starts further down on your nose, is held firmly in place, and it gives you more breathing room in front of your nose. And I'm just going to suggest that a lot of you could put that little fix onto your masks yourself and make them much more comfortable. A piece of fabric straight across the top part on the inside, which will then flip up and go over your nose. I don't know if everybody understood that. Where'd you get the mask? Um, it's from uh, um, a vacuum company called uh Starks, S-T-A-R-K, apostrophe S. Okay. And they're very nice masks. They, they're they cool. They're moisture resistant. Uh, they aren't. You know what I like in a mask? I Masks that just have a loop for your ear, you know, around your yeah. ear. They don't work for me. I got the skinniest head in the universe. They're always too big. I need masks that have those little, you know, that you can shorten yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And I wish they all had that, Dan. I, yeah. Well, unless you have a well, you can you can yeah a regular size face. You can buy some of those things. And then, I mean, all these smart ideas that people have. Some guy was going, "What do you do when you sneeze in your mask?" And then you go, "What do you do if you have to see?" So some man wrote, "Well, I always wear two masks: a disposable paper one, and then the cloth one over." And I thought, "Wow, that's so smart! It's like a panty liner, you know." So- <laughs> Jesus! Oh God! These are just all ideas, folks. 
You know, I th- yeah. I have a feeling that this is the way we're going to live for a very long time. So if we find good ideas or or we find things that work, I think we should just share them and let's let's try and short circuit. Let's reopen the the uh, what I used to call the mother's guide to easy living because someone's figured it out. Everybody should stop trying to reinvent the wheel. If you hear a good idea, pass it along. Well, really, obviously, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, let's see. So, you know, Republicans were always great at, you know, remember a uh, hurricane hits uh, Florida and they were saying, and they always blamed it on gay people down there. Well, they had a gay pride parade. And right, it's it was God's, God's way. Mad. God's mad. Right. God's, God's very mad. mad right now. Well, God, I'll I tell you, if God must be just very pissed off. He's like getting to Sodom and Gomorrah levels of uh, mm-hmm. of rage because we got what? You got California and the r- unbelievable fires. And you've got the hurricane heading toward Louisiana and Texas. And you have the pandemic. And all of this and Kenosha burning down now and people in the streets and and, and by the way, flooding everywhere. And by I the mean, way, too, Trump will be giving his speech right about when this hurricane slams into, uh, you know, an area of the country with millions of people in it who are right. going I to mean, be running for their lives during a, and you know, it ain't going to be good. No, uh, and I just, how often have we seen? God literally draw an X on a map where hurricane trails were going to cross one poor beleaguered part of the country. I mean, you know, how often does that happen? I yes, I would suggest God is very angry, and and some of the people that he's angriest at are those people that always are saying he's angry at somebody else, because those are the people that are the most hypocritical. Those are the people that, I don't know, get their pictures taken with their zippers down and watch their wives lurking in the corner as they have sex with the pool. Yeah, you know, really, and pay off their porn stars while they hide their taxes. I mean, these are the good people. And we folks, we folks who think that maybe you shouldn't have to have a gun all the time because you're so afraid, we're the idiots. Well, that is correct, Susan. I know. I got it. I figured it out. Dear God in heaven. We're not going to have the COVID thing today. It's delayed, guys. Um, Although the movement has been really good in the right direction. Um, I have another little story here. Um, This has to do with Michigan. So a 20-year-old woman uh, has a heart attack, apparently. 20-year-old. Yeah. Okay, go I read this. <laughs> yeah. And the paramedics came. They tried 30 minutes, CPR, CPR, CPR. They think she's dead. Emergency room doctor confirmed she's dead. They called her mother. They said, she's dead. We sent her over to, um, you know, funeral home. The funeral home, I mean, she was put in a body bag and goes to a funeral home, and they were about to embalm her. I.e. start withdrawing her blood. Her blood, and they noticed she was breathing. And, in fact, she was looking at them. God. So it's it's I you know that failure to to treat it, who knows what damage she has suffered because they didn't. So she's in the I, I imagine the ICU now somewhere. Yeah, but they don't know she, what whether they yeah she could really be totally in, brain damaged. Yeah, or, she could be brain dead. Unbelievable, twenty years old. Dear Lord. Wait, I got another. 
Oh, we got a bunch Just in of... case anybody thought it was going to be a happy-go-lucky day, Lynn and Susan are here to start it off. Well, right. we can't help it. I've got <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff here. I got emails, so let's just get through them, and then we'll have to. Uh, uh, Milton writes, "Hello to both of you. I'm vexed as to why retailers are having an issue enforcing mask policy." I understand that employees are in a tough position when confronting non-compliant customers, but the retailer could simply state that if you are non-compliant during your visit, then you simply will not be processed at checkout. That is right. I saw a video the other day of a woman who kept refusing to do, and they said, well, you know, sorry, can't check you out. But I guess the concern is, is that they're, well, someone's going to shoot someone. And the other concern is they're going to miss a sale. Let's be clear about that, too. Right? I think nope. they'll miss more if people are afraid to go shopping because assholes won't wear masks. Milton says, nobody is going to spend time in Home Depot not wearing a mask, only to be prevented from checking out with their carefully procured merchandise. Well, yeah, these guys are not stepping up like they need to. Uh, and Roger, who's set us off on this yesterday because he was the one at Home Depot. He says, I just thought of this when you were reading the email with Lowe's policy on masks. If employees are told not to confront non-mask wearers, what is their policy about confronting shoplifters? (laughs) That's a good one. It's not okay to steal, but potential killers are allowed. Roger says, this is driving me crazy. Why do they get in the store? Just don't let them in the store. Or do they wear a mask and then take it off once they're in the store? I have no idea. Um, oh, and a big thing with the Republicans that they're going to use is the liberals' uh, cancel culture, which is such a riot because nobody has created a cancel culture more than Donald Trump. Uh, I don't know what you call shooting people on well, That's the ultimate cancel. But I'm thinking of what? Goodyear tires? Tell that to Goodyear oh, tires. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Well, that backfired. Tell that for tell that to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And I mean, you could go on and on and on and on. He cancels. A day doesn't go by that he doesn't cancel out. Whole companies, whole communities, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus. And they're going to try to make make this about whole states. Whole he has states. canceled whole states because he thinks they're, I don't know, blue. Yeah. And the enemy. Yeah. And uh, Bree writing from uh, Malaysia, where he got those civets under control. Did you hear about that, Susan, where he no. <laughs> he thought he had rats in his um, attic? And in a desperate effort, he stuck, he thought maybe the sound of my voice placed near the ceiling would uh, send Lull them running. them? Yeah, it would send them running. You know, like playing noxious music. Right, right, right. Right, right. right, right. And uh, it didn't work. But uh, it turns out they weren't rats. They were civets. And uh, they have been uh, gotten rid of. But he says in Malaysia, everyone wears a mask. No mandates. People just know to do it. Well, that's a cultural difference. Bree, you've been out of the United States so long, you forget about, we Americans are individuals, and we have individual liberties. And having to be told to do something, why, that's communism. That's it. And the fact is, Malaysia will not have the deaths that we will have and they don't because they're well, you know the interesting thing that it's communism and fascism that will argue both sides so you know the, the the whole disgusting thing about people wearing masks with swastikas on them you know and and uh, yeah uh, 
Well, what's you know, interesting is it's not a gas chamber, it's a mask. You yeah. Know. Republicans keep calling Democrats communists and they call them fascists. Right, both. We can't be both. Well, they'll call us, well, and then QAnon, I mean, at QAnon, we're vampires, we're cannibals, and pedophiles. And Mostly pedophiles. we're pedophiles. We're all pedophiles. Yeah. What is their fascination with pedophilia that we're all pedophiles? I don't know. Or, Jesus, they are so busy. Got to go. So um, I was just having fun talking to my sister. Okay, goodbye. Okay. <laughs> well, bye. Thank you. Okay, and uh, guys, I'll uh, I'll be back tomorrow because. Uh, I don't have anything else to do. Be safe. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.